on this episode of Why Watch That. Oh, you know, he's always talking like that. I love that about Coleman. <laughs> Coleman does sound like he's always jiving you. You know, yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, um, how's a pregnant woman doing? How are you? <laughs> always wanted to say, watch out now. In prison, how do you get about? What happens if, you know, you, 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 have, you know, the cops actually have you in their custody? How do you, you get out? What if somebody's coming to get you? How do you get out? What, you know, it. So it's almost, he's almost like a MacGyver type. <laughs> Here's the point. The less talking, the better. The less talking, the better. It's a lot of posturing otherwise. I was like, that's a posture, posturing, posturing. What do you mean by posturing? It mean? means I don't believe you. It's mm -hmm. a lot of talking for no reason. That person would never say that. They wouldn't say anything. And it's grandstanding. Why are you even saying this? Just go kill somebody. Why watch that as a podcast featuring the critic and referee who go head to head on a quest to discover the best movies and TV shows Hollywood has to offer. Expect the unexpected from the critic. Well, nothing gets past the ref. We do all the work. So you don't have to. Welcome, Welcome to, to Why, Why Watch, watch that. This episode of Why Watch That is supported by Entrepreneur Meal Plan. It helps leaders and professionals feed their bodies and business as well. You know, Critic, I got mm. a chance to attend a wonderful event by EMP here uh -oh. in Los Angeles. And it was so amazing because Brandy Cochran was able to gather people from all sorts of walks of life. We were able to gather together, have real talk and some real good food too. Mm -hmm. It was a hit. It's food for the soul and the body, which is so hard to find. So if you want to learn more about Entrepreneur Meal Plan, whether you're an entrepreneur or not, go to entrepreneurmealplan.com. A why watch that sneak peek? So we've got some sneak peeking you know yeah. we we've got some for you but mm. let's start with uh apple tv plus ooh, ooh, ooh. Oh. we're gonna jump right in there i'm not even gonna i'm gonna i'm not even gonna dance around this <laughs> <laughs> apple tv plus is premiering on its new show on april 30th called the mosquito coast ooh, ooh. Ooh. and you know listen think about apple tv plus you ain't getting 20 something episodes of anything <laughs> you may you ain't getting 13 barely um most likely you're you're getting you know a smaller batch up to 10 usually mm -hmm. uh, but this one's seven so that's all you get you got a chance to see the whole thing. Yes. And it's interesting because this cast and even the people behind it, namely Neil Cross, who is the suspected showrunner, who, you know, Neil's always, you know, can we just acknowledge the fact that he, that's Luther and Crossbones and, you know, just on and on and on. He knows what he's doing. And this cast appears to know what they're doing because I enjoy their work. Namely, Justin Thoreau, 
O. <laughs> and the reason why I wanted to say his name before I said what it's based off of is because his relative came up with this story or concept. It's based on Paul Thoreau's book. Mm-hmm. Melissa George. Yes. Some of you are like, Melissa George, Melissa George. Lost. Lost. Mm-hmm. Melissa George, along with many other things. Yeah. She's also in it. Logan Polish is in it, or Polish, sorry. And um, Emily, Kimberly Elise is in it. We love her here on Why Watch That, along with yes. uh, <laughs> along with Baby Bateman. <laughs> Which he's probably like, if I ever find out who called me Baby Bateman. <laughs> um, Gabrielle Bateman, who is the youngest of the Bateman family. Yes, like the powerhouses. Justin, Justine, mm-hmm. all the Batemans. He's the youngest one coming out. And, you know, the question is, we know that Apple TV Plus is starting to get a name for itself. I mean, we've got things coming out there like Morning Show, Ted Lasso, Home Before Dark, C for All Mankind. I mean, some pretty consistent, interesting work. And the question will be, you know, is this interesting? Now, I know Justin Thoreau is interesting. Is this show interesting? Is it enough to, you know, really dive in for seven episodes? Uh, it is interesting. No, uh, look, <laughs> oh, don't mistake that at all. Okay, let me tell you why. So Justin plays Allie. Allie, his wife, played by Melissa, is Margot. He has two kids. Older daughter, played by Logan, is Dina, and son, Charlie, played by Gabriel. They are all living, you know, close to the Mexican border. Um, The kids aren't going to school. You know, they're teenagers. Um, He's, you know, like a day laborer almost. What is he doing? Uh, He's trying to learn a bit of Spanish. What's that about? And his wife is at home typing. What is that? And she says she's a, she used to be an English professor. Used to be. Um, now, Allie is an inventor. And he's come up with this machine um, that'll turn, like, fire into ice. Okay. Now, uh, yes. Now, look, look now. <laughs> okay. What? Does anybody want to buy this? So, he has a brilliant mind, but can he turn it into anything that's useful is the question. And why are the kids out of school? Why are they in this part? They are secluded. They, you know, do they have any friends? When they drive out, they're always looking around. You know, Allie's like, you know, who's that behind me in the car? What's that about? Because they are on the run. Why? Allie did something. And the government is after them. Mm Mm-hmm. The kids don't know, and we don't know. They don't tell us what he did. You have no idea. And throughout the season, you think you're about to learn it, but do you? And whatever crumbs they give you, can you believe them? So, of course, things happen, and they've got to up and move. Now, the title is The Mosquito Coast. Where is that? No. So where are they going, and how can they get there? They've got to have the help of all kinds of people smuggling them into other countries and stuff like that. You know, can they get on a boat and finally get away? If the CIA and people like them are after you, can you get away? Speaking of that, Kimberly Elise is after them, her character, Jones, and her partner. 
and they know the truth, or do they, about what's going on here? And how are they going to get to this family to actually grab them and bring them back to where they belong? Who can they reach out to? Whose ear can they whisper in and how to say, hey, tell us where you are. You're in danger. Because if you are going to be smuggled from one place to another illegally, who do you have to reach out to? And who might you encounter? And when you do, when you got a character like Allie played by Justin who runs his mouth and does all kinds of craziness and who is wanted, it might be better, more useful to turn him in and get some money for it or get something else for it. So it's not just governmental types who are after them throughout this season. It's multiple people. Can they escape them? Who can they trust? And where do they end up at the end of seven episodes? This is season one. It's not a miniseries. Mm-hmm. Now, from the beginning, Ref, I was like, what is going on? Urgency just oozing out. But why? Why? <laughs> but in a good way. I was like, what is this? By the end of episode one, I was invested and I didn't know why. Okay, okay. <laughs> I didn't know why. It is fun. It has just the right amount of crazy. You got Justin who always knows how to do urgency. And the question is, they cast it Melissa George as his wife. Why would she be going with her kids with this man? What is that about? Like she doesn't even blink. And what happens to them? So what is really going on? Because she does have parents. She comes from money. She left that money behind. Why aren't the kids with her parents? See, there are all these questions. And they always get into these binds. And then Allie finds a way out of it. What happens if, you know, somebody's locked up? in prison how do you get about what happens if you know you 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 know the cops actually have you in their custody how do you get out what if somebody's coming to get you how do you get out you know it so it's almost he's almost like a macgyver type in that way so i would say everybody if what i said to you if you go oh that sounds interesting that sounds fun I would definitely watch it. Did everything work well? No. You do have teenagers, especially Dina. She is a teenager. You know, of course, she has a boyfriend. a boyfriend no plus, though, because they are not around anybody. Where is this boyfriend? Right? She wants to go to college. Can she? Like, these are the things that come up. And she wants to get down to the bottom of it. Now, the son, he's a little more permissive. Okay, so okay. that just happens. And what about Margot, played by Melissa? What about her? What's going on with her? Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to find out, the Mosquito Coast. Fun, 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 and crazy, crazy, crazy. Excellent. Do you get all the answers? No. Oh, that sounds fun. I will be checking that out. <laughs> now, let's move on to something that you've been with for two seasons for sure and you got to see a sneak peek of the first two episodes of the girlfriend experience at south by southwest that was very kind of them now this is a show that's on stars and we are now in season three we've been following a certain somebody and look this woman needs to earn her money and Now, remember, it's the girlfriend experience, so you have to figure out for you 
if you understand what that is, if you don't right now, you's about to. Yes, <laughs> you are. Um, and and the girlfriend experience means you pay for the girlfriend experience. Yes, that's yes. Yes, you do. And, but then you get the girlfriend that you want. Now, let me tell you this. <laughs> well, look. So you know this, what? I'm sorry. Uh-huh. We yep. haven't the girlfriend experience, I think. Let's be clear. Yeah. This isn't just some call, you know, I come once and I'll never see you again. We're talking about an actual paid relationship. Yes. So, yes. So whoever the person is who wants this girlfriend pays and then, you know, the escort in quotes has to play that out. Now, the client is the one who determines the kind of girlfriend relationship, but also if they want to work they also have to understand the client's real needs that they're not voicing. So there's a bit of psychology to it. And these women aren't dumb. They're very smart or they're not going to make, I mean, this is the top of that chain. Yeah. You're making a lot of money. Yeah. And it's, it's about the relationship, not just the sex. Now, it is based on Steven Soderbergh's 2009 film. Let's keep that in mind of the same name. Mm-hmm. He is an executive producer of yep. this series on stars. It's always stylish. It always has an interesting take on the title, but is it always interesting to watch? Season one, yes. Season two, well, especially when Carmody Jogo was on the screen. Mm-hmm. Oh, we love her. Yes, we do. Now, what about this time? Completely different. We now have a neuroscience major who leaves the Ivy League and academia to have the girlfriend experience. She but needs she, cash. She, well, yeah. And she's going to uh, London to be in their tech scene. So she's not just doing the girlfriend experience. She does have like an internship. It turns into a job and all of this stuff. She's good. I mean, she was in the Ivy League, you know. But the question is, why did she decide to give up the academic stuff to go to the tech world and supplement with the girlfriend stuff? What's her motivation? What's the urgency behind that? And who shows her the ropes? Also, will she be able to manage those ropes without getting all tangled up? Hmm. That's the question. And I'll let that hang. Now, <laughs> <laughs> oh, critic. The creators and showrunners of the first two seasons, that's Lodge Kerrigan and Amy Simons, they're not involved in season three. So that's a concern. Oh, okay. Mm. And we talked a bit about this when we covered South by Southwest. This time it's Anya Markard along with Philip Fleischman. They're in charge. How does that change pan out? Well, the. We got two episodes, like you said, ref. So that's an hour. This is a half hour show. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> Grazie mille. Yeah. And the first hour was exciting in an icy way. Mm. And not just during the girlfriend part. See, that's the good thing about it. They had enough backstory and depth to give it credibility. And that's why it's more successful than HBO's industry. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. saying more successful than the first two seasons. Well, I premieres, don't know. The yeah. Hour. Yeah. yeah, I'll have to finish it to know that. But I was very intrigued. And because of the tech thing with the sex thing, industry comes to mind. But industry was not as consistent as this first hour. I will tell mm-hmm. you that. 
Well, can I ask you something about the girlfriend experience before we move on? Yeah. Um, is this is this something if we have stars or if we're getting stars or if we do a trial with stars mm -hmm. from season to season? Are they starting from scratch each season? Is there a through a through line with a character, or is it more about the girlfriend experience in iterations? Yeah, it it it, it resets every season. Okay, so okay. The, so the, we can start you know, any season. That's right, you can, because uh, the first season was centered on one character. The second season was two characters, which didn't serve it all the way to have both. Um, because the first season was Riley Keough's season. Second season, it was Anna Friel and uh, Carmody Jogo. Uh, so you have that split. And then we have this season, uh, Julia Goldani Tellis is the lead this time. Um, so yeah, you, you know, you don't have to go in order. You don't have to watch every season to understand the next season. So if a season doesn't work, you could go to the next and it would be fine. Yeah. Perfecto. <laughs> so, um, yeah, let's yeah. move on to the next. Another why watch that sneak peek. We have to talk about this new movie coming out, right? Mm. It is the outside story, not the indoor story or the inside story. It's called the <laughs> outside story. Yeah, he and wishes it was inside. I'll tell you that. Well, you know, it comes out on demand on April 30th. So you can see it digitally. You can see it on demand. Uh, you know, my, you know what my go-to always has been? It's either Apple or Amazon Prime. I don't yeah. really use anything else to see those things. I'm not saying you have to, listeners. But mm -hmm. to me, you can always, it'll always be on those <laughs> platforms. The other ones out. But this was written and directed by um, Kazimir uh, Nazkowski. And it stars, oh my gosh, Brian Tyree Henry. We love him at Why Watch That. Along he's with great. Sneak. He, he's always interesting. Yes. He's always interesting. He's another person who's always a man. A man. Screen. Yeah. Without definitely. being, you know, I'm a man. A yeah. man. Yeah. Uh, Sonequa Martin-Green, who we also love here at Why Watch mm -hmm. That, is also in this along with some other folks that you will recognize certainly um i can be honest with you i did not see this i've known a little bit about it but i i'm gonna lay this at your feet dear critic what the heck's going on here with the outside story <laughs> well the outside story is uh it's a new york city story it's a manhattan story um in and, and when you have these New York City stories that are like that kind of thing, it's in the city, these are city people, but it's not like people are getting stabbed. Okay, so, or because hey. when people think of New York City, that's what they think and you know it. Do you they know think they, that? Yes, they think that's crime the and drugs and everything else. Oh, that's terrible. Don't they watch Blue Bloods? No, well, yes, they do. <laughs> well, that's not helping them. They're going to see a bunch of criminals. Now. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> So <laughs> Brian plays Charles Young. He has just had a breakup from his girlfriend, Isha, played by Sadiqua. So he's in their apartment all alone. And he's an editor. He actually, it's, he 
works as an editor for a certain network for people who would watch Blue Bloods. I'll put it that way. Oh, okay. So I won't give right. away exactly what he does for all them, but it's, right, it's cute. Right. It's cute. So he has this deadline and, you know, he needs to get food delivered. I mean, this is what we do in New York City. Um, now, yeah. he goes down to get the food. And, you know, the delivery guy wants his tip. But he, he didn't bring enough money because the, the price of what he ordered went up. So he's like, I'm sorry, man. And the guy's like, okay, where's your girlfriend? She always has a tip. Oh. Uh-oh. So, okay, he goes back up. And it's like, I'm sorry, man, you know, with the food, he finds some money. So what does he do? He rushes back out, say, hey, 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 I got your tip. You know, gives the guy the tip. Is the guy grateful? He comes back. He didn't bring the right keys. Oh, crap. The outside story. Oh, okay. So he needs to get back in. Now he does have all of these neighbors who he never talked to before. Now he has to engage. They all knew whom, though. Mm-hmm. Oh, they knew the, the girl. Yes. Mm-hmm. Also, as this is happening, we're seeing this play out in real time. He's thinking through the moments of his relationship. So that's how Sonequa comes in, in these flashbacks. Mm-hmm. When they met, what happened in the breakup? All of that kind of stuff. Who broke up with whom? Oh. Whose idea was it? So he has to get back in. Can he? Does anyone have a key? He tries to go down, you know, the fire escape. Maybe his window's open. You know, these are the things he tries. And he encounters a cop because of this. What does the cop think he's doing? Who's playing the cop? You'll find out. He also has another neighbor who lives in the, now in in New York City, everybody, you'll have an apartment building and then there's always an apartment at the very bottom underground level. So (laughs) You don't want that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you don't. So, you know, all these people are there. So th- there's an, an older lady who comes in and is like, hey, let, let me see if I can get you some shoes, you know, because he doesn't have his shoes. He's uh, in socks. You know, it's that oh, kind of thing. No. Oh, no. Um, and we learned about her. He has a very young neighbor who is one of the daughters in Better Things. Oh. So she has a talent and her mother's there dealing with certain things and so on and so forth. And and the one neighbor who helps him to get back in, he's very annoyed because he has something going on in his apartment that he doesn't want to be interrupted. And I won't tell you what that is, but it's not, oh. you can't imagine it. So in the <laughs> end, <laughs> does he get back into this apartment? Now think, who would have a key? Well, we know who would have a key. He's going to have to be humble and go get that key. Is he humble? What no. What is that like? You know they're going to have to meet again. I mean, you're just yes. waiting for it in the end. And what is that like? So what I would say about this as a review is this. It's like, and it's a pretty quick watch. It's like hour 25. It's not that long. Um, now, I think that when it works, it's cute. That's what I thought. I thought it's cute. Some of it doesn't work, though. I do have to say. And the mm. dialogue can sound like dialogue. But what it has going for it is the cast, actually. They are likable, led by Pr- Brian. I mean, Brian is very likable. That's just what he yeah. is as he's running through. And I do like how he and Sonique were related. It was they had a nice little dance together. And the rest of the supporting cast, they are New Yorkers. It felt like New York to me. So if this is the kind of thing that you want, everybody, 
there you go, you have it. It's not gonna be anything that blows you away, but it could, if this is your kind of movie, it could be a breath of fresh air. Oh, well, there you have that. Hmm. So we have another movie that we're gonna take a look at, and that is the sneak peek of Tom Clancy's Without a Morse. No, not without a Morse, without remorse, <laughs> but Tom Clancy's Without Remorse. You can't say it any other way. Uh, Tom Clancy's Jack Ryan. Tom Clancy's, you know, it's like Lee Daniels. And uh, what was that? What was the other one? Lee Dan- Who was the new Lee Daniels? Somebody. Uh, we- oh. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> It'll come to me. It'll come to me. <laughs> um, but anyway, this is a new movie coming out that was originally scheduled to come out in the theaters, but it has gone to. Amazon Prime. Now we know that um, Paramount has been doing that with their movies coming to America, etc. Um, releasing it onto Amazon Prime. So on April 30th, you can just watch it for free. <laughs> I know I do this every time. Mom, if you're listening, you don't have to pay for this. You have shipping. It's free. It comes with Prime. <laughs> we love you, Mom. We do. Now, can I watch that? Uh, yes, you. it's free. You don't have to pay for it. So, um, and she's not the only one. It's just like members of my family, are, they, they're like, well, what? where did you see that on? I saw it on Amazon. Well, how much is it? It's free. <laughs> but anyway, um, but guess what? My family's not the only family. I know you're all out there forgetting about you're sleeping on your Amazon Prime access. They are. But this, yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. This is directed by Stefano Salima and it's written. Oh, whenever I see this name, I perk up. But then if I see a, a, an and after his name, I'm like, I don't know what happened. Taylor Sheridan <laughs> wrote the screenplay and the story, but as well as Will Staples. So they didn't write it together. They wrote it separately, which, you know, that can lead to things. Uh, this is starring Michael B. Jordan. Oh, oh, oh. Mm. Playing the John Kelly. And if you don't know anything about John Kelly, um, listen, if you grew up in the 80s and 90s, there was no way you could get around without seeing a Tom Clancy movie. I mean, Red Dawn. I mean, just it, it's just over and over again. There's so many famous movies and famous people who have played these famous characters. And now Michael B. Jordan is taking on John Kelly. Jodie Turner-Smith, who we saw Queen and Slim, um, uh, they are uh, pairing up together. Jamie Bell, Ho, ho, ho. We just love Jamie Bell over here. Mm-hmm. Guy Pierce, what is he doing here? Lauren <laughs> London, as well as other others. Mm-hmm. Um, as Coleman Domingos making an appearance. With that um, voice. You know, he's always talking like that. I love that about <laughs> Coleman. <laughs> Coleman does sound like he's always jiving you. you know yes. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> so um, how's the pregnant woman doing? How are you? <laughs> <laughs> always wanted to say, watch out. But... Um, <laughs> But that is the cast. And the question will be this. Listen, it's Tom Clancy's blah, blah, blah. You know it's going to be politically driven and you know it's going to have a little bit of a punch to it. 
especially with the John Kelly character that he created, which he he um, said is a dark Jack Ryan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, Jack Ryan character is always the clean cut, you know, do, do it by the book. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is not anybody's Jack Ryan. The question will be, is it, is it, should I see it or when? <laughs> when? Because yeah. it's free. It's free. Right. Exactly. So, well, <clears throat> what are you seeing? So we, <laughs> there is a special ops mission to rescue a CIA operative in Syria. Okay. John is there. He's a Navy SEAL. His commanding officer is there, played by Jody, Karen. When they go to get this CIA operative, they have a fight. But who's fighting? Russians. Russians? They're not supposed to be here. What is going on? Jamie Bell's character, Robert Ritter. (laughs) Jamie Bell's character. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. What is going on? We fast forward in time. John and his wife, played by Lauren, Pam, she's pregnant. You know, Pastor West is there, played by Coleman. <laughs> you know, it's all happy and fun. They're all good. Now, keep in mind that uh, John and Karen were not happy about that mission. Don't forget that. But time is fast. I think it's like three months later, they say. So, okay, he's a, they're expecting all of that. Wonderful, beautiful family. Everything's great. They're living in a wonderful great house. Great house. I mean, yeah, yeah. What kind of job? He needs to help. You know what? He needs to help Sam the Falcon Sam get alone. Because <laughs> obviously he knows something that he don't know. He's an Avenger. Anyway, so. But what happens is soldiers from that mission are targeted and killed. Oh, yeah, they are. Take it out the trash with that family watching. How dare Ter- you? I mean, the way that one was, was like this. My terrible. Scandalous. Now, so they come for John. You know this is going to happen. And you know they don't succeed all the way. But what do you think happens? What would spur John to go, it's without remorse time. Yeah. And who gave these people away? That's the question. Who? He wants to get down to the bottom of it. And he will stop at nothing. He will break the law. He will go to prison. He will do whatever he needs to do. He'll shoot you in your lung. Well, and stab and everything else. He would probably bite you if he needed to. Now, Robert Ritter, does he have answers? Jamie Bell, we looking at you, brother. And what about Guy Pierce's character who just waltzes in like a vampire? Okay. Secretary of State, he is. Yes, Secretary Clay. Comes on in. Okay, what... What is he up to? Does he know what's going on? Now, this revenge mission, eventually the government gets on board surreptitiously. Whoa. Okay. Why? Why are they willing to let John do what John wants to do? And what does Karen think about this? I mean, she does say in the meeting, he shouldn't be doing this. What do they say? And they're friends. Oh. Uh, they yes. So, you know, they have this mission to go after this Russian guy and try to get some answers. What comes of that? Okay. What are they getting into? What are they, what is this mission really about? 
What is about to happen? Now, uh, for my review, when you think, well, when I think Taylor Sheridan, I think Sicario, just immediately. Uh, immediately. Hell or high water next. I yes. Mean, uh, <laughs> and so on and so forth. Yellowstone, if you really want to, you know. If you want to go there. But Taylor Sheridan, Sheridan at his best, Sicario. Yeah. Sicario. <laughs> and not that sequel. Sorry, Taylor. And the oh. same director of this, he directed that. No. This ain't Sicario. Now. No. <laughs> John Wick came to mind watching this. John Wick is much more exciting. Whenever you got a guy fighting in revenge, John yeah. Wick. And this is what they have to fight with. I'm sorry, this is in the world now. Jason Bourne. Yes. Mm -hmm. Far superior than this. The Equalizer. Now look, the, not, the Equalizer is not as consistent as a movie. I will not kid you. But you got Denzel Swagger in there. <laughs> I'm sorry, you do. Well, if you see the first Equalizer with Denzel, at the beginning, you're like, okay. All right. And then when he starts fighting, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh. I haven't seen, I need to see the Equalizer. You I need to go and do it. You just see yeah. Denzel fighting. It's fun because he has an <laughs> opinion about it. He's like, this is going to be me fighting. You know, there is no Denzel swagger here. It's nowhere to be found. Now, as you said, it is in the universe of Jack Ryan. But I would say I would rather watch the TV show Jack Ryan than this, which is also on Prime. If you think Jack Reacher, though, this is probably at the yeah. same level, a little under, a little bit, a little. Here's the point. The less talking, the better. The less talking, the better. It's a lot of posturing otherwise. I was like, that's a posture, posturing, posturing. Eh, what do you mean eh. by posturing? It mean? means I don't believe you. It's a lot of talking for no reason. That person would never say that. They wouldn't say anything. And it's grandstanding. Why are you even saying this? Just go kill somebody now. Oh my goodness gracious. As I was watching this, also it lost its potency over time. As I kept watching, I was like, oh, okay, all right. I mean, it's nothing special. The story's familiar, but after all of that negativity, here we go. It's on Amazon Prime. <laughs> I'm gonna tell you this. Paramount is very smart. They are selling these things to Amazon and going, yep, put that on your platform because that's where it should go. And I agree. It was a wise decision to put this on Amazon Prime for all parties involved. Very wise. The action sequences are solid, but unsurprising. They're solid. I wanted more of that. More in the prison when you throw water on the floor. I mean... Uh. That yeah, wasn't even that long enough. Scene. Yeah, that yeah, prison scene was great. We could have more. I mean, give us the hurricane group, you know, the hurricane moment. Anyway, um, for a sequel, there's a question. Would I want to see a sequel? Eh, it's lots of competition. But again, it's good enough to stream from home via Prime. Wow, you didn't talk about any of the performances, but I think I you sure did that didn't. on purpose. <laughs> um, here's what I will say, because I'm going to be a little bit... It, it, you know what it felt like? It felt like Call of Duty. That's mm -hmm. what it felt like. It felt like 
there was a lot of military language being thrown out, a lot of military, you know, it, it, it felt, it, it, the fight scenes, we really, I don't want to mislead you. There weren't a lot of fight scenes. There was a mm-hmm. shootout scenes mm-hmm. and um, military survival kind of thing. And I know that they must have focused a lot on that because the big chunk of the action, which is right at the, towards the end of the movie. I mean, it was a good 30 minutes of being in this particular situation where they had to militarize themselves out of it. And um, so, you know, I thought that if you're really into that, like you like the movie Sniper, but without the storyline, like if you, if you just like to see that kind of stuff. Now, it is dark, not tonality, but the literal um, color scheme that they used is dark. Yes. And I was kicking up my brightness to see mm-hmm. if it would go any brighter. And it's just that way. It's 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 just that way. So you're really going to have to, you know, keep your eyes peeled if you want to see that action. Because the action to me was, if you want, like military style. Mm-hmm. Um, it was good. It was good action. Michael B., I'll go out and say it. Um, to me, he... I, did, I enjoyed him handling a gun. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I enjoyed him handling weapons. Um, I particularly enjoyed him doing the one-on-one combat. Yes. Like that was, to me, some of the some of the best work I've seen him do. Because we've seen it a lot. We've seen him in Creed. We've seen him in um, Black Panther mm-hmm. doing all that one-on-one stuff. But to me, this is his best one-on-one combat work mm-hmm. that I've seen from him. And would I see it again? If it's going to be on Amazon, of course I will. I'll, I mean, see uh, the sequel. Of course I'll right. see it again. I mean, why? Why not? And couple that with Jack Ryan. Go ahead and watch Jack Ryan, the TV series. There's two seasons out already. Yep. Um, and if you want that world, there is a connection, direct connection from the TV world to the movie mm-hmm. um, with a particular character. And so that was kind of fun to do. So... All in all, I think what we're saying here is if this were in the movie and you had to pay $15 a piece, you can't even enjoy your popcorn because you have to have your mask on. I'm not sure, you know, that would have been a more challenging um, way to see it. But if it's on Amazon Prime and you've got it, why not? Thanks for listening. For additional resources, visit whywatchthat.com. Good idea, and we'd love to hear from you. So go ahead and leave comments, feedback, and you can rate us on iTunes. We'll see you next week. See you.